For over 75 years, Moses has served this region with hustle, integrity, and caring. Our core values are what make us the number one provider of complete customer care, from sales to our service and parts departments, all the way to our body shop. I'm Reeves Kirtner, and this is In Your Business. Season one of In Your Business is presented by Moses Auto Mall of Huntington, online at mosesmeansmore.com, and powered by the Huntington Regional Chamber of Commerce and Kindred Communications. This week, we sit down with CEO Stacy Shy and Chief Marketing and Communications Officer Doug Shields from OVP Health. They've recently steered their company through a major rebranding effort, and today, we're peeling back the layers of that journey. We'll discuss the reasons fueling the rebrand, the strategic decisions, style books, the hows, timelines, and even meetings on fonts. Let's get in your business. Introduce yourself so we can put a, a voice to the to the name. My name is Stacy Shy. I'm the CEO of OVP Healthcare. OVP Health, I should say. I've uh, been here since 2006. Uh, and my name is Doug Shields. I'm the Chief Marketing and Communications Officer for OVP Health. Um, I started with the company in 2020, uh, right at the beginning of the year. Um, but I was uh, uh, a contractor for the company, providing contract content marketing services about two and a half years prior to that. And, and so today we want to talk about branding and, and rebranding. Stacy, start by giving us like a, a brief overview of OVP Health uh, and, and its history. Well, OVP Health started in 1999. Uh, my father and his partner, Dr. Bob Hess, were primary care physicians here in Huntington. Uh, wanted to do something different, so they formed OVP Health back in 1999. Uh, I joined in 2006, uh, and once I joined, uh, we kind of got into the outpatient office environment, uh, started doing some addiction medicine, which really allowed us to expand the outpatient offices. And through that process, I had opened up offices in eastern Kentucky, southern West Virginia, uh, up in Ravenswood. And, and I had, interesting enough, I had given each of those different names. Okay. Eastern Kentucky Primary Care Specialist, Southern West Virginia Primary Care Specialist, uh, West Virginia Primary Care Specialist, um, trying to give them a connection to each of those little communities. And because when we initially went down into eastern Kentucky, for example, I got a lot of negative feedback because Ohio Valley Physicians, which was our name at the time, right. didn't play well in Eastern I'm Kentucky. I'm not from Ohio. I'm from Kentucky. Don't, yes, don't correct. Don't call it Ohio Valley. So I renamed it Eastern Kentucky Primary Care Physicians and did business that way. Well, when we started, Doug moved downstairs there in the mezzanine of our corporate office, and, and we started using Doug, and he came to me one day. He goes, listen, I think it's a great opportunity to do a rebrand of Ohio Valley Physicians. And then he went on to tell me all the things I did wrong <laughs> as I opened up all these offices. And he done it in a very skilled way, so give him credit. Um, you know, because you're losing all of the brand equity in your business by having, you know, because you basically have eight or nine different companies and no one knows the others exist and you're just losing all this brand equity. And um, and so there was a lot of discussion about it, wasn't there, Doug? There was we a were, lot of discussion. We were very loyal to Ohio Valley Physicians. It had done, been very good to us and specifically my father and his partner right but you know um doug had convinced me that and, and we've convinced them that that was that this is an opportunity to retell our story okay and we thought we had a great story uh, we thought that you know there were bigger things on the horizon for us 
And so we went through the process of rebranding right. Ohio Valley Physicians into OVP Health. And I'll turn over to Doug to kind of let him tell you how that process yeah. yeah. And, and, and I'll ask too, I mean, yeah. when you said like, uh, I, I'm joking, hey, you told me everything that I did wrong. But I mean, how, how was that conversation? You know, when, when you came on board and you had, how many different names do you think you had? I probably had six or seven, at least. Yes. I, yes. I, I, I don't yes. have a number. No, sure. <laughs> Doug makes it a little bit more dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so, I mean, how, talk, talk about that, that conversation. as a, yes. And this is also, you know, again, this this is a podcast that it's, it's you know, for businesses. And this is also kind of a good lesson, too, of how, you know, the, 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 the marketing guy can talk to the CEO as sure. well in those kind of conversations, too. You don't want to insult the boss and be like, you know, you're doing it wrong, but how do you have that conversation? Exactly. Um, well, at, at first, I mean, I was not an employee of the company. I was a, a contractor. And so I was a, a little more than nervous about bringing it up, uh, particularly because when you do a rebranding, it's going to be expensive. Absolutely. I mean, if, if particularly if right. the more the more offices that you have, the more facilities, the more signage you have to change. Uh, there's there's a lot involved in it. So it was a delicate conversation. I, I, I think I brought it up once to him very lightly. Uh, then another time, I think we were driving in the you were driving down to Eastern Kentucky, and I, I had a discussion with you in the car because I mean he was a captive audience there and. Uh, he couldn't throw me out of the car. <laughs> he could. <laughs> he could. But yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think when you approach it from a, a, a position of respect for the company and uh, real concern, and then, but also explain the, the uh, benefits and the opportunities that you can uh, capitalize on if you were to do this. Um, not to mention, the some of the further problems that you can develop if you don't change right you just kind of compound the problem the more you grow right and you you just you um you know uh, dilute the brand sure a little bit so uh yeah I, i've been giving it some thought as to what we might be able to do and uh um stacy and dr hess our, our co-founder uh asked me to kind of put a presentation together and and present it to the the, the group and um and they they reacted favorably to it. Not this was not the, you know, where I presented what you know what the options were, you know, for rebranding. Right. But just to you know, we're open to the process. Right. So how long before when you all when you were having those early conversations to when it finally got greenlit? Um, how long was that process? Well, um, we were looking at a one of our documents today um, where I was bringing up the issue. And uh, that was dated December of 2017. Okay. And um, we went live with the rebrand in January of 2019. Okay. So it was a little over a year. Sure. Yeah. So, so in when you went, what 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 was happening in like those two years there? Uh, between 2017 yeah, and 19. Okay, it was more like a year. Okay. Because it was yeah December Late. to January. Fair. Um, th- there was a lot of um, looking at. Our, our existing branding, um, doing a lot of research, um, you know, and looking at how other healthcare companies had, had rebranded, sure. um, looking into um, some of the pitfalls um, that you need to really be careful of when you're rebranding. Um, but then also um, 
working with um, a graphic designer that sure. I trusted to come up with uh, a number of options that we could go in with, with some of my input uh, on what we thought was important. Um, and, uh, you know, w- what we thought was most important was, you know, Ohio Valley Physicians has a very proud history. That's right. And, um, you know, and most important, they've got a set of four core values that really define who we are. And we wanted to really take advantage of that and use this rebranding as an opportunity to tell our story. Sure. So what specific goals did you all have, you know, with this rebrand? What were the specific goals that you were were trying to achieve with this rebrand? I'll just say, um, if we had seven or eight different identities, seven different names, Eastern Kentucky Primary Care, right. it's to bring it all into one. Okay. Um, so instead of um, you know having the, the seven that you have to to, to make a, a brand um, to build equity in a brand so people recognize it, you have to spend money and you have to spend time to do that. Well, if you just have one brand. Um, you focus all your time and energy and money into that. Right. Um, so, um, I mean, that, that was uh, extremely important. Yeah. So. I think it's just being focused to the values mm-hmm. and being able to, again, I talk about the rebranding for us, allowed us to retell our story. Reintroduce ourselves to people who didn't know us sure. and people who knew us, but maybe didn't know us as well as we thought they did. Yeah. And so it was a great opportunity for us to reintroduce reintroduce ourselves uh, to the community. And, and we, we didn't really lose any brand value that we had in the previous company because no. a lot of people called us OVP anyway for Ohio Valley Physicians. Um, and so we just thought, well, let's just call it OVP Health. Right. I mean, people might not know what OVP Health stands for, but you don't know what CVS Pharmacy stands no. for. or a- Some people don't know what AT&T stands for, but um, it was just a way for us to kind of keep a part of that history, but move forward as well. So you mentioned like the market research. What what kind of market research were you doing, you know, in that year uh, during that preparation time? Um, I mean, there's a lot of that you can learn online. Yeah. Uh, you know, doing searches uh, for pr- primarily healthcare companies, um, and um, y- y- also doing local market research as well. Um, you really need to know what's going on in your market, uh, I believe, to uh, to 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 get the most benefit uh, out of your rebrand. Um, you know, in our healthcare market, we've got two major hospitals, sure. uh, Cabell Huntington and St. Mary's. Um, I was involved in the Cabell Huntington rebrand, but uh, when we went from kind of a burgundy color right. to green, and we went to green because of Marshall University, Marshall sure. Health. Um, so, uh, you know, the two colors of the hospitals were blue and green. And we thought, you know what, we we, we are interested in, you know, perhaps doing business with the, the hospitals in this market. That's right. And so, you know, we need to really kind of think about in co-branding, how, how can we do that? And uh, so we determined we needed to go green, excuse me, green and blue. And um, uh, w- when we looked at shades of green and blue, we could have gone with the, you know, the darker shades and that sort of thing. But we made a conscious effort that when we make this rebrand, we want it to be exciting and fresh and new and modern. And so we went with a more vibrant green and a more vibrant uh, blue, uh, and it's it's I think it's paid off for us. Sure. 
were you a part of like the Stacy like look at the colors and so forth? Was that you talk about that that process? Just you know, look at the colors. I, I've never talked so much about font in all of my <laughs> life. <laughs> right. uh, and I remember walking out of the meeting. Did I just really have a meeting for half an hour on font? Yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> right. But it was just part of it. It was it great. Is. It was a great educational process. And I think that again, you know, as we look back. You know, I can look at four, five, six things in the, in the history of our company that has really set us apart or allowed us to continue to grow, and, and none of them has been more beneficial to us than this rebrand. Right. And how and how that's allowed us to, again, retell our story, to build the brand equity. I think you see it in all of our offices. Uh, I say it all the time. It's amazing how many people order shirts and you know, logoed gear from our corporate shop because they're they're proud of yeah. of the brand and yeah. what we've created, and so all that can be tied right back to this rebranding process and what we've accomplished with it. So, how how would you say, you know, why has this been successful so far? Um, what what can you you know what you've done so far? This is working. We can tell because of of this. Well, I, I go back to just the employee buy in. Of, of what we're trying to accomplish and the core values. And again, I think Doug's skill in presenting this, not only to our leadership, to our employees, but to the communities, uh, it's a great story. We've got a great story to tell. Mm-hmm. He does a wonderful job telling it. And the brand, uh, again, identifies with our story. And we hear it all the time. Again, I, as I go into these offices and I, and I talk to our folks, and see what they're doing in the communities to, to make those communities better uh, and build our brand equity. Um, it's amazing to me, honestly. It's, 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 I'm taken back by how bought in they are to what we're trying to do as a company. And I think a, a key part of that is, um, you know, our brand is our core values. If, if you really what, look what are at the core it, values? our core values are family, community, quality and integrity okay and um you know we they're at the core of everything that we do every decision that we make business wise the way we treat our employees the way we treat our patients um the the way we uh support our communities it's it's all based on that everything that we do and that is our identity and so when we tell our story, there's no telling our story without our core values. Were the, were, did you have the core values before the rebrand? Or was yes, we did. We did. So you had those. It, it was not a stretch. It was sure. who we were from the beginning. Sure. Moses Amal of Huntington has been the region's premier Cadillac dealership for over 20 years. To see our selection of new and pre-owned Cadillacs, visit us online at MosesMeansMore.com. So, so... What, what, talk about everything. That, so new logos, new fonts. What else went into to the rebrand for, for OVB Health? Um, again, it was, you know, looking at uh, our options. And, you know, when you look at colors that you're going to choose, I told you about, you know, we the Cabell and St. Mary's kind of tie. But we also looked at uh, what do certain colors, how do they make you feel? Okay. Uh, like a, a red color, which is what our previous color was, um, might make you feel tense. Uh, you know, when, when you look at ERs, the, you, the, you use red That's a right. lot in, in promoting an ER. And, and though we're in the ER business, we didn't necessarily want to, you know, evoke that tense sort of emergency type feeling. We wanted it to be confident, um, but we also wanted it to project a, um, you know, a more of a calm, calming sort of influence. Right. Uh, and when you you look at green, uh, I mean, the dirt, kind of earthy color, um, it, it 
actually, you know, in doing research, you look at what are the favorite colors of men and women. Okay. And the research that I found proved that it was green and blue. Okay. Maybe maybe one you know different for men and women, right. but those two were the top two for both. Um, and so you know that was that was uh, an issue. Sure. Um, uh, and then you you know you 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 want to maintain the current brand equity that you have, but you want to build upon it as well, so that it's uh, not outdated, um, and it, it you know kind of projects that forward thinking, growth sort of oriented company that you that we were becoming sure. at that time. Um, and I, I think it really gave us kind of a little kickstart in terms of our growth and in, in terms of now we when we put a an outpatient facility in a community, we have a almost it's uh, we're on automatic that we we know exactly what we need to do in terms of signage and colors and how we're what color we're going to paint the outside what we put blue metal roofs on all of our our, our facilities now right a lot easier so, yes yeah it's, and and so um, it's um, we're we're consistent in how we present our brand you you, you mentioned like Cabell Huntington Hospital talk about your involvement in the rebrand of that and talk about how those lessons helped you with this rebrand. Um, I think that was, it was key. And before that, actually, I, I rebranded King's Daughters Medical Center. I was the director of marketing and PR there. Um, and I was there for their 100th anniversary. And, uh, and so they're a, they're a lot older than, than uh, Cabell or sure. St. Mary's. Yeah. Um, but they were a 100-year-old hospital and their brand looked 100 years old. Got it. And uh, they were their color was green, um, but they were not really associated with Marshall. They were associated with UK. That's right. Yeah. And, or or they you know most people around there they root for UK. Yes. Um, but so we decided to do a change and, and change the color to blue. So they adopted the blue color. We also did some research and focus groups and came up with and I worked with an agency that we came up with the taking medicine further uh, tagline. So that was the first one I did. I learned. Uh, a lot about that. Um, I didn't know a lot about that at the time, um, but we had a really capable agency that that really educated me on that. So I took that into to Cabell Huntington. Actually, I went to Genesis Hospital System okay. first, um, and we we did a rebrand on Genesis, but we didn't really get an opportunity to launch that before it it uh, broke apart right. into the two separate hospitals again. But um, at Cabell Huntington. Our brand was old. It was, uh, you know, it was outdated. Um, the, the tagline, your partners for life, was very well known and very well liked. And so we kept it. Um, but, uh, and then there was this, we call it the snowflake. I don't know if you're the Cabell Huntington snowflake. Right. And it had great um, uh, retention in the minds of, of folks. So we, we kept that. But we did change the color to green because at that time, Cabell Huntington had hitched its wagon to Marshall Health. That's right. They had moved actually onto their campus. And I think that move was probably the single biggest move in the history of Cabell Huntington Hospitals when they associated with Marshall. So we wanted that to be green as well. So I did learn a lot of uh, lessons from that that I took into this process. And um, uh, I I think it's fun, but it's not something that you want to do frequently. Of course. Uh, yes. But I mean, do you, do you, when you had that conversation with Stacy of, hey, we, we need to do this, do you have that conversation of like, this will last us five years, 10 years? Or do you I, think I, that far ahead on that? Yeah. I, 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 I think if it's five years, you don't want to do it. Okay. I, yeah. if, if, if it's 10 years, that's probably the, 
the earliest you want to re you know but that all changes if you're having problems with your current brand if you if you have a bad reputation with that brand uh if you're you can do a a partial rebrand you don't have to do a full rebrand you can still keep the same name and maybe you know uh stylize the logo a little bit differently at a you know that sort of thing uh not throw the out the you know the baby with the bath that's right um and uh so those are you you might be able to do a little more frequently but a total rebrand i mean you're you're dumping all the brand equity that you had in the old one out the window sure and uh so and it takes a while again to build up that level of brand equity um it takes time and it takes a lot of money on the money, and I'm not, I don't want specific dollars and cents, but if you were, you know, a, a, a business owner, a small business owner, and you need to do a rebrand, I mean, what what advice would you give them in terms of budgeting something like this? Um, that's a good question. And it's, it's yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah. Well, for us, we had again six or seven yeah. different offices. So you're talking about signage at each of those offices, business cards all of your paper products, our corporate office at the time. So it was a significant cost to us. I mean, and it would be three or four times that cost today. So okay. That's you know, right. if, if, if I were looking at trying to do this, I'm, and I have rebranded for the last time <laughs> in my career, but if I were to do that today, it would be more expensive. And so you, you go through that process. And for us, I think we took – tried to roll out over a yeah. four-month process, changing signs at different offices, and, and you know, rolling into that new brand that, that we had created. And so – it's not an easy process. The bigger you are, of course, certainly it's going to be the more expensive and, and uh, more difficult to, to, to make that move. But, you know, I think for us, terrifically successful. And, and again, for us, we've been pleased with uh, how that has been rolled out. And, and again, Doug's done a terrific job in managing that for us. When, when uh, so, so four months it took, you think, from when you first rolled out your first sign to your last one? It, it seemed to me like it was roughly four yeah. months. We started in so. January of 2020, and then, you know, I think that we was hoping to have everything done in April or so, that, you know, each of those offices would get their signage done. And, yeah. Because, you know, we had an office at that time in four states. I didn't have an uh, office in Virginia yet. Okay. And so, you know, it's just a lot to coordinate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it takes a while. Um, and again, you, you kind of because again, even answering the phone, you know, it's, it's a change of how the phone's being answered with a new name sure. and, and coordinating all yeah. that uh, just takes a while. And it re- required new websites. That's right. And, websites. and we've got uh, we have five websites now, different uh, websites. And uh, but yeah, I mean that that took a lot of work, right. And time and yeah, and that's what that's what I was kind of asking. I mean, just that's you know, could you? You could fill up a, a spreadsheet of everything that has to be done yes. from business cards to yes. websites to right. yeah. vehicle wraps. I don't know. I mean, there's yeah. just a lot of stuff that goes into this. Yeah, and it, it was really exciting, as Stacy said, to see our employees really embrace it. Right. Um, and the pride that they had in getting a new shirt uh, with the OVP logo on it. Um, I mean, I, I think there are a lot of employees that's that's really all they wear to work now is is ovp branded sure. gear uh and uh they they wear it with pride we today um there was a uh, um a breast cancer luncheon uh at guyane and uh we had eight women attend that and they all wore pink awesome. um sweaters with the ovp brand on it sure. i mean they just they 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 want to you know show that with pride everywhere they go so, did you? How much outside help did you have in this? Like you said, you had an outside graphic designer, you know, do your logo and so forth. 
Who? What other outside sources do you, did you use for all this? We did this uh, very inexpensively from the design standpoint. Okay. Is concerned. Um, I used my graphic designer that I used at the time was my niece. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who uh, was doing some graphic design work for um, Air Methods uh, helicopter service in, in Colorado, um, but she's very very talented and sure. she knew ex- knew exactly yeah. what we wanted. Okay. She gave us about twenty five different options to choose from or gave me i didn't let stacy see no, all 25 no no no, no. Nope. <laughs> no you're smart. he, he yes. asked several times to see those and i said yeah. no I'll, I'll show you five yeah you can see five Absolutely. you can't see 25 yeah. <laughs> yeah i think you're still mad at and me and it's friend. not and, and and the low whose idea was it to the, the 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 o with the v built into the o that was one of the options that that she, uh, sarah yeah. my niece um came up with um and we we i showed the five the top five that i i wanted the top five to be all five of them I could live with, of course, from you know my perspective. Yep. Of, um, and um, they really, um, you know, kind of gravitated toward that um, the O and the V that looks uh, like the V above the V is air, and then you know, kind of. Well, let me see. It's it's water, okay. and then uh, to the side of the V, it's uh, like the banks of a river. Okay. It's the 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 yeah. grounds. Moses Auto Mall of Huntington has been the region's professional-grade GMC dealership for over 20 years. To see our selection of new and pre-owned GMCs, visit us online at MosesMeansMore.com. What what challenges did you all experience during this time? I mean, a lot of this took place, um, I guess, during COVID, right, when you first... We're launching everything. What, um, well, it was that was 2019 is when we uh, COVID didn't take place till later in 2020. Oh, okay, but yeah. yeah. So, what, what kind of challenges were you dealing with over over this time? Uh, in 2019, um, I mean, there, there's, you know, I always want to do things as cost effectively as possible, and and um, I hope Stacy will agree. I, I try to do that. Um, so, doing it without, you know, causing a lot of financial heartache and uh, difficulty. Um, so that that's always something you want to uh, to do. Um, you know, you, we were doing marketing anyway. We're doing a lot of content marketing, um, which is getting our story out there, not necessarily with paid media, but uh, through um, social media. And we I, I produce a lot of videos. And uh, so we were g- getting that out there. But any of the paid media, I mean, you're going to have to put a logo on it one way or the other. So they didn't really uh, cost any more to put our new logo on it. It would put our, our old logo on right. it. So that didn't change much. Right. Um, you know, again, if you were talking to a, another business owner, you know, what, what advice would you offer them during this during this rebrand? One, you, you mentioned one. Um, you know, if you're going to do it, plan for it for the long road, do, do, for the long haul, not just for, yes. you know, don't plan to do this every couple of years. What else would you recommend to them? Just be very, very serious about it. Um, and and uh, don't make the decision quickly. Uh, think about it uh, a lot. Get a lot of options. Get a lot of feedback. Um, yeah, 
you, you want to get feedback kind of before you even show it to your uh, leadership group. Yeah, sure. Uh, from, you know, it can be a focus group of your friends or, or whatever. Uh, you, what you don't want is when you, you know, present something to your leadership group that you haven't really fully thought of or sure. you haven't run by other people. And uh, so, uh, yeah, get, get feedback on, you know, your ideas. And, um, but, what I think is the most important thing is that you know your company's story. Sure. Uh, you really have to get deep into, you know, what your company does for the community, who you are, what your values are, um, and uh, the, you know your story. And uh, we have a fantastic story to tell. And, um, and so it's, it, that makes my job so much easier. Not only because of our values, but what we do for our community and the way we treat our patients and how we help our patients. So, um, I, I know your company that you're working for inside and out. Sure. Know everything you can about them, and uh, the good and the bad. And uh, but also, you know, the I say the brand is more than a logo. It's more than the colors. Uh, the brand is who you are, right. and our values who we are. If we don't live those core values that we, you know, uh, brag about, um, then we're damaging our brand. We're right. not. It, we're not. Yeah, damaging our business, but we're damaging our brand. A brand is a promise. You know, we we promise we're going to treat you like family. We promise that we're going to act. Uh, we're going to support our communities. We promise that we're going to provide quality care. And we're going to do it in the right way, for the right reasons, but we're, you know, with honesty and integrity and that sort of thing. If we don't do that, then we're we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Our brand is not worth much. Sure, I, I couldn't I couldn't agree more with it's who you are. So you got to be able to find who you are before you start the process of rebranding. You know what? Because that brand is going to represent, to Doug's point, who you are and right. how you're going to sell that to to your community and into your your clientele. Someone, same question though for someone in your shoes. Uh, what advice would you offer to again another business wanting to rebrand? Um, you're the you're the CEO. You're not the you're not picking out the colors and and fonts and all that stuff. And yep. you know again, it's more. I like that. I love that. It's more than a, a brand. Is more than a is a promise. More than a logo. But what advice would you have to work with your team on doing this? I go back to it's a great opportunity to tell your story to people who haven't been introduced to you initially or maybe didn't may know who you are but not your entire story and so it's just a great opportunity to to tell your story what you do and what you're about and who you are uh to doug's point we have a great story and we were excited and still excited about telling our story to folks and so you know if you've got uh, a business and that you're excited about and that you want to tell people about who you are and what you're doing a rebrand is a great opportunity to do that Sure. And you really need to get your employees on board. Yeah, that, so we'll talk about that. Yeah, well, I mean, it, our our policies, our everything is built around those core values. If you've got employees that aren't living up to the core values, then you know they need to go work someplace else. Right. Because that's who we are, and that's who we're going to be. And we can't let you know those people who aren't going to uh, you know work with our core values. We can't let them represent our company. What were those conversations like with your employees about? Hey, this is what we're going to do. This is our new name, and 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 so forth. Um, how, how did all those conversations go? I, I think people were excited about the change. 
uh, again, gave them an opportunity to tell people who they work for. Yeah. And, and you know, when people say, well, who's OVP Health? Well, yeah, that's was Ohio Physicians. We rebranded. And, and, again, opportunity for them to tell their people who they work for and what we do. And so I think it's been, again, from an employee standpoint, uh, it's been extremely exciting to see them buy into, uh, you know, our company as a whole. Right. Our brand. And then live it every day. I mean, you go to these offices, you go to one of our food drives, and there are people out donating their time and resources because they want to represent the brand. Sure. And so, and they understand how important that is to us. And that makes my job so much easier when, I mean, when we can post on our Facebook page pictures of our employees helping, you know, provide, you know, tons of food to, to people in need. That's telling our story, and uh, that's telling who we are and who our employees are. Uh, and it, but I think we when you do the rebrand, you you need to let your employees know about your your change. You need to expose them to the rebrand before you ex- expose that to the the That's full right. community. That's right. Because people are going to ask, well, why did why did you change your name? Why are you change? And they need to be pre- prepared with the answers. Sure. And uh, to be able to you know to tell our story. Um, Talk about too, you know. How has how has the rebrand affected like hiring and and uh, yeah seeking employees? Well, I think it's again for us going back to brand equity. Yeah, and what you see us doing in these communities. Uh, not only are you selling your brand to what you hope to be future patients, but really future employees. Uh, yeah, of you, you're, you're selling a culture and an environment that people want to be a part of. Right. Uh, that you hope they want to be a part of, and so it's absolutely crucial. Uh, as it relates to, you know, people knowing who you are and what you do, and wanting to be a part of that, yeah, to, for to to acquire, you know, the best talent you have locally, in and in a, especially in an area like ours that is a huge uh, area and, and a ton of population that you want to be able to make sure you you try and get the be- best and brightest sure. uh, in your community, and, and branding is part of that. Is they want to know who they're going to go work for and what they're about, and you know, we hope that we've been able to do that. Sure. Yeah. Is the timing of this? Did the timing of this rebrand, this decision to do this, have anything to do with, you know, the the, the state of the um, medical world in our Huntington area right now, with hospitals merging and merging again and and, and so forth? Um, if it wasn't the time, it it was a perfect time for all that. Yeah, it, it, that <laughs> did really play a factor in, into our decision as yeah. it relates to rebranding again ours was to, to doug's point we had all these little different companies out there we weren't getting any equity out of the the brand and, and for us it was just about retelling our story and bringing it under the one umbrella and it was terrifically successful for and us. i think it made people more aware of and, and you talked about uh when you're hiring uh people if you, if you don't have to split it into seven different companies that's right um you know and you were one different company then you Got you. You can share that story with more people, and they'll they'll understand. You know that you're this one company. Sure. And so you'll you'll get a better. Well, response. and I always talk about too. Like it's it's you know my job is is marketing and advertising. It is really really hard for a small rest a single restaurant to advertise. They have one location. Sure. You know, and it's it's so much easier for McDonald's and Wendy's to advertise because they can just say Wendy's, and that applies to. 50 restaurants within 20 yes. miles of here. And you walk into the same thing now with all your lo- all your locations, say that OVP Health. And it might you might be talking about a specific office or a service, it can still apply to everything else that you're doing though. Yeah. And, and it's interesting you bring up like McDonald's and Wendy's and that sort of thing. And 
they are iconic brands. Right. And one of the important things that they do is consistency. Everything is, you go to a McDonald's in Huntington, West Virginia, it's the same if you go to a McDonald's in, in, uh, in California. That's right. And because uh, they, they understand the importance of maintaining a consistent brand presence. Right. And uh, that, that's equally as important in Huntington, West Virginia, as it is anywhere else. You, you really need to be consistent on how you, um, how you present your brand. And we have a, 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 a brand guide here. It's like a 10-page brand guide. Sure. What, what's that, in, let me talk about that. What, what's, what's in it? What, let me get mine out here right? in front of here. How, but, often uh, do you, how often do you pull this thing out and, and go um, over it? We pull it out quite a bit. Sure. Um, we, we had uh, a, a logo go up uh, uh, recently in our community, and I was concerned maybe the color was of our green was a little too yellow. Okay. And so, you know, I want... I, Got out the, the we call it the brand Bible, yeah, because it's it it shows every variation of the logo you can use, all the colors, all the uh, the fonts, uh, you know how it's not to be used, how it is to be used, um, all the uh, PMS colors mm-hmm. and the CMYK and RGB, you know, so that you can match the exact color, um, and, and you know you you know you we've our our logo is green and blue. It's difficult to put a green and blue. Uh, logo on a blue shirt because the blue will. That's so right. there's ways that you can can you present it in white exactly right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There are ways that you can do that, um, but um, you know it, it, it's it's a lot. No, and so you yeah. you really need to make sure that your logo is used consistently. Sure, uh, across the board. Otherwise, you know you just chip away at that that uh, that value. Stacy, what what have you been most excited to see? You know. What do you get excited to see your logo on? Everything, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. No. Okay. I mean, and honestly, it's nice to people know who you are and what you do. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I continue to see more of that. Well, people, I was literally in Raleigh for the Marshall game, and a guy walked up and said, uh, "You know, do you work with OVP Health?" I said, "Well, yes." And, and so, it's it's just neat that uh, to Doug's point in 2017. That we're finally getting recognition for the the brand and the equity that we created in that brand, and so that you know you got to take some pride in that. Yeah, and we just recently saw our logo go up and on the back of the scoreboard at right. the football stadium, and that's pretty big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it looks it's great inside this. I, I've I've seen it going up on the on the backside. I've not seen it completed yet, and I mean, and on the inside, it looks great. I mean, yeah. it really does. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are there any other future? Uh, strategies coming up you know with with the rebrand um that you can share discuss hey we're going to do this you know this is another step in our our rebranding uh no i think okay. i think we're we've, we've got that all kind of we know the plan we know if you know if we're going to go into another area or whatever um we we've, we've got the plan for how to do that and, and and the most important thing is consistency in each time you do it this has been In Your Business. I'm your host, Reese Kurtner. Thanks again to Stacey Shy and Doug Shields from OVP Health for joining us. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and even leave us a review. Season one of In Your Business, presented by Moses on a Wall of Huntington. MosesMeansMore.com. Empowered by the Huntington Regional Chamber of Commerce and Kindred Communications. This is Jason Moses. Executive Manager of Moses Automall of Huntington, where Moses means more. Thanks for listening to In Your Business.